We are learning Lekut HaSiches, Chelek Tezvav, the second Sikhe of Ayishlach and Yutas Kislev as well, which is on page 274. The Shir today is being learned, Lilinishmas Rabbi Yosef bin Yomin ben Rabbi Menashe Koltman. In Pasik, Katainti Mikola Chasadim Goyma. The Pasik says that Yaakov Avinu returning from Choram back to Eretz Yisrael on his way to meet Esav. So he says, Katainti Mikola Chasadim, I've been humbled because of all of the kindness that Hashem has done with me. With my stick, I passed through this yard. And now, as the passage continues, now I'm here with all my children and I'm divided into two camps. So the meaning of what Yaakov means when he says, there are two meanings in this, two interpretations, and they're opposites. Aleph, one pshat here is the Pirisha Poshot. The simple pshat is, wie es teich der Targum und Rashi in sein ersten Pirish, as the Targum says, and as Rashi in his first pshat says, Vo'oid, an additional commentary say this, as Yaakov is ibegegangen dem Yarden, when Yaakov came, when he was coming from Eretz Yisrael to Choran, and he passed through the Yarden, so he came, he had nothing with him other than a stick. So according to this pshat, what this means over here is, as the verte, when Yaakov says, I came here with my stick, what it's expressing is not the kindness that Hashem has done with Yaakov, it's expressing the opposite. The fact that Yaakov Avinu materially was very poor when he came passing through the yard and going to Chutzlar, it's going to Choran. So why is Yaakov saying this? This is an introduction. This emphasizes even more the great kindness of Hashem, the fact that he came completely empty-handed, he came totally alone, just with a stick in his hands, and now when he returns, he's returning with two camps, which the Pasek says afterwards. So it's only the Va'ato Ha'yisi L'Shnei Machnais, which is actually the Chesed of the Eibishter, the Makli Avarti Yasei as expressing his poverty, and it's only here to emphasize the great Bracha that follows in the Pasek. Be'ez, but then there's another Pshat in what Kibamakli means, then Pirish Medrash, what it says in the Medrash, Arab Kebracht Eichen Pirish Rashi. And Rashi quotes this as well. As Nosan Makle Biyardain Vinifka Yardin. That right here when Yaakov Avinu came to pass the Yardain, so he placed his stick into the Yardain, and the Yardain split, and he was able to go through. Was like them Pirish and Halton diverted by Makle Yavarti Gaimegufe and Inyum von Chazde Yashem. According to this pshat, the makli avarti itself is expressing the kindness that Hashem did for him, this miracle that the Yardin split for him. On the pirushim is an enhofchim betachlis. These two interpretations of the makli avarti are opposites and complete absolute opposites. According to the first pshat, it is showing how poor Yaakov was. He came totally empty-handed, nothing. Alone, he comes alone with his stick. The lowest level of poverty. Like in Zweiten Pirish, according to the second shot, so Roit so Anesachi Godl. This shows a tremendous miracle that happened here, and that it shows the level of Yaakov that he was worthy of this great miracle. Obaloshan Chazal, in the Loshan that it says in the Gemara, Kamenofish Gavra, how great is the person, Kemoshe Vishitn Rivivon, as great as Moshe Rabbeinu and the 600,000 Yidin, Shanech Lekalem Yamsuf, that the Yamsuf is split for them. So we understand over here that these two pshatim of Kibimakli of Artis Ayad Nazeh are not only two different pshatim, but they're Hofchim, they're opposite Pirushim, and Hofchim Betachlis, complete opposite Pirushim, whether it's Aniyas Betachlis or a level that he's right to Anesachi Gottel to the greatest miracle. So to Fashtain them Fabund from these two Pirushim. To understand the connection that there is to these two interpretations of these words, Kibimakli of Artis Ayad Nazeh. As already said many times, whenever you have more than one pshat 
on one word or one pasuk or one subject, there has to be a connection of the content of the various different interpretations that there is in this one Indian. This is a recurrent theme in the Rebbe Sichas, Rebbe speaks about all the time, that there always is a connection of all the Pirushim in one pasuk. And especially that in the Medrash, these two Pirushim here follow one after the other. So let's begin with the Alter Rebbe in sein Bavusten Igeres Katainti, in the very well-known letter that the Alter Rebbe wrote, beginning with this Pasuk of Katainti. Which Alter Rebbe wrote after he returned from Peterburg, where the Alter Rebbe was arrested after the, re- the liberation of Yutas Kisla. So the Alter Rebbe there teaches and says as follows. Since Yaakov was extremely, extremely humble in his eyes. Because of the abundance of kindness that Hashem gave him. And what is that? And Alter Rebbe quotes the Pasuk, that's all. This is the quote of the words of the Alter Rebbe, which is relevant for the discussion here. So now, what's interesting is, the Alter Rebbe is only quoting Ki B'makli. is nitvashtandik, so seemingly this is not understood. Mibal, the Alter Rebbe will debaton in dem ribu yachasadim. Vas the Rebbe shat ketan mit yakevin, the Alter Rebbe is coming to emphasize the abundance of chasadim, ribu yachasadim, that David should perform for Yaakov. Vas das, hal peyem arez gerufim, dem katainti, and this is what brought out of Yaakov. His katainti, to feel small, to his, his humility. The should also quote, primarily you should quote, the conclusion of the Pasik, where it talks about the actual kindness. The fact that he came on the Yarden with, the, with his makkel, and now he's, he's two machnes. That, that's the main chesed. In these two words of ki b'makli, it doesn't say about any chesed yet. So what's the ribu yachasadim in ki b'makli? L'chayre what we can't learn. So seemingly you could say, as mit ki b'makli chulu, when the Alter Rebbe says just these words of the Pasik, ki b'makli chulu, meint the Alter Rebbe ondaiten oifn oibn gebracht in Pirish from Medrash. The Alter Rebbe is hinting to the previously quoted pshat that it says in the Medrash. Not the actual words ki b'makli, but the, also the pshat that the Medrash says in these words. Which is Nosan Makloi Biyarden, Vinifka Yarden. They use this stick to split the Yarden, and that's the significance about Kibamakli. So these two words hint to the kindness to the Ribuyach Sodim of the Abishtah. It's difficult to say that Al Tareb just quoting these two words, Kibamakli, is hinting to the Ribuyach Sodim that the Medrash is speaking about that the Yarden split. While, because Aleph number one, as bleibt noch halt schwer, the question still remains, Favasa de Mont nit euch dem zweiten Chesed, versteht mephurischen Pasek, vata yisilis ne machnes. Why would Altareba only quote Kibemakli, hinting to the Pshat that the Medrish says, which is not explicit in the Pasek? Why wouldn't he quote the continuation of the Pasek, where it clearly in the Pasek says what the Chesed of the Ebishter did to him is? Ribu Yachasadim. If the Altarebbe wants to explain that Yaakov was caught in because of the Ribu Yachasadim, so why does he just bring two words, Kibemakli, and not what it says clearly in the Pasek, the actual Chesed? Beis, and second of all, the main point here is, if the Altarebbe meant with Pasek, if the Altarebbe is bringing the Ribu Yachasadim, in the proving it from the Pasek, Demnes, letn pirish from Medrash, as nifka yarden, so he's referring to the miracle that the makkel, the sticks, splits the yarden. The Alter Rebbe should quote the continuation that with his stick he was able to pass through the yarden. In Over here you have in the Pasik where you see the accomplishment of the miracle that he was able to pass through the Yarden. The two words ki b'makli doesn't even express the, the Pirish that the Medrash says, that he's using a stick to split the Yarden. The Alter Rebbe doesn't bring the words about passing through the Yarden. So what is here? What's significant about these two words of ki b'makli? Now we can't say, as the Alter Rebbe main takadem gansim posik, that the Alter Rebbe really means to quote the entire posik. As many times you have, you know, not, not, just to be shorter, 
So you quote the beginning, but really you mean the entire Pasuk. And as we see here, the Alter Rebbe hints to the, to the continuation of the Pasuk by adding the word Chulu, which means it all, that the whole entire Pasuk. So we can't say that. Varom, over here again, we have two reasons. Aleph, number one, Just to quote one more word, Avarti, that he passed through. At least this one word, even if the Alter Rebbe is looking to be Makatzer, but instead of saying Kibemakli Chulu, the Alter Rebbe could quote one more word to quote at least one point of what the Chesed is. Bay is another point. If the main point of the Alter Rebbe is to quote the continuation of the Pasik, is we are clear to Mobariches, as it was once explained at length. So then it should say with Amvav in the beginning of the Vechulu. Now there's a difference if you write Vechulu, or the same as also Vegaimer, or Chulu, or Gaimer. What's the difference? If it says Chulu without Avav, is thus Abavais, as that Hemshech HaKosov is Nit Negeetzedem Toichan Amaduber. Writing Chulu means that you're just hinting to the continuation of the Pasik, but it's not relevant to the subject that we're speaking about. When you write V'chulu or V'goymer, so then you're saying you have to V'add, add the Hemshech of the Pasik that it is relevant to what we're speaking about. That's the difference between Goymer and V'goymer. The Rebbe speaks about this in another place where you see in Tanya this difference. Many times the Rebbe writes Goymer and sometimes V'goymer. What's the difference? V'goymer is a Vava Meisif, that you have to add that the whole continuation is relevant to the subject. Gaimer is just hinting to the continuation of the Pasik, even though it's not relevant to the point that we're speaking about. On the Sugem Chulu the Gaimer. So then, if it's not relevant to what we're speaking about, so why would you add the word Chulu or Gaimer to hint to the continuation of the Pasik? Is Subavarenen, was the Razal Abngezakt, is just because of what the Gemara says as Kopsukedule Paske Moshe Anan Le Paskinan. That a Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu says fully until the end, so we also quote the Pasuk fully the way Moshe Rabbeinu quoted it, and we don't stop in the middle. So the Chulu is just to hint the whole full quote of the Pasuk, but not that the rest of the Pasuk is relevant here. So here what does the Alter Rebbe say? Ki b'makli Chulu, not v'chulu. Which means that the Riboya Chasadim is hinted in these two words, Ki b'makli. It's from them, Alam is move on. So from this we understand, as that inyum from kibamakli alein, just these two words of kibamakli, on the inyan of Asbahem Shachakosif, without the points that it says further in the Pasik, is genuk to poilzaim by Yaakov in them katainti. Is enough of a reason that caused Yaakov to be katainti, to be, to, to be humble, as the Alter Rebbe says, to be extremely humble, it all comes from these two words of kibamakli. So what is the significance of these two words kibamakli? Tzamech Tzedek brings that up in Eirat Teirah from Shalah. So the Tzamech Tzedek brings in Eirat Teirah from the Shalah what these two words Kibemakli means. As Kibemakli is Rosh Hateves. The Kibemakli is Rosh Hateves of Baruch Kivoyed Hashem Im Koimai and L'Shuascha Kivisi Hashem. Of these two different Psukim. It's hinted in these words Kibemakli. That's the significance of these two words. On the Tzamech Tzedek is Moisif. Then the Tzamech Tzedek adds to this. What he means to say is as follows. This is similar to these two psukim. What is the significance of these two psukim? What's, what's the connection here? So this is This is similar to what's explained in the Alter Rebbe. explains in That the Ebishter has done justice and righteousness with Yaakov. So over here as well, there's a combination of, of, of mishpat and tzedakah, which means that you need both levels, on one hand righteousness, but on the other hand justice. And these are the two levels that we're speaking about. The two psukim that are hinted in Kibemakli, Baruch Kavayd Hashem Im Kaimai, and also the Shuascha Kavisi Hashem. So, as the Rebbe will explain, the connection over here, what's, what, what's going on? What's the connection of these two psukim, Baruch Kavayd Hashem Im Kaimai, and the Shuascha Kavisi Hashem, the combination of these two, to the combination of Mishpat and Tzedakah? 
And what's Bechlal this whole union? Mishpat and Stokke, justice, righteousness. What is this all about? So the Rebbe will explain this all Ba'ariches over here in the Sicha. But the point is that when the Alter Rebbe quotes the two words Kibemakli, the Alter Rebbe is hinting over here to this Shalal that in these two words Kibemakli itself, you see over here the tremendous Aved of Yaakov Avinu. The beer in them is, so the explanation here is as follows. From them was the state Mishpat Utstoke Yaakov Atasisa. It says that Ebeshter has done with Yaakov both Mishpat and Stoke. Is move on as by Yaakovin Zenegven debate the Midis. So the reason why Hashem does Mishpat and Stoke with Yaakov is because Yaakov himself and his Aveda had both Mishpat and Stoke. And the mit em is Eichgeven, Sai Mishpat and side stocker. And therefore the Abishter behaves with him also in this manner, both with Mishpat, with justice, and with righteousness. Now what's the Chiddush here? Although seemingly or simply, justice, Mishpat, and stocker, righteousness, are opposites. Mishpat meant, what does Mishpat mean? As das was a mont, kumtum, alpidin. That a, that a person is demanding something that it's, it's justified, he deserves it. <coughs> Sorry, <coughs> that's what justice means. That it's something that the person deserves. That's on one hand. And the main form is. On the other hand, what's the concept of tzedakah? As alpidin u mishpat is minim nit That if you're going to judge the person, if you're going to look whether he deserves it or not, he doesn't. Nor does vertim gegeben als stocke, but it's being granted to him as a, as a righteousness beyond what he deserves. So mishpat and stocke are opposites and sort of a contradiction to one another. If you deserve it, if it's justice, then there's no need for stocke. And if there's a need for stocke, so then it's not justice. The chiddush over here is that you have both. You have mishpat and stocke. So seemingly we can say. As das Ratzich and Shaiches to Zwei Bazundere Beginnes. When the Postak says it is a combination of Mishpat and Stoke, it's actually referring to two different elements, two different aspects of the person. Mitzad and Nishame. Because of the Nishame that a Yid has, can a Yid monen in Yonah beim Eibishten Betayres Mishpat? A Yid with his Nishame, which is deserving, which is connected always, he can demand justly for the Ashpa, for the connection to the Eibishter. The neshama deserves whatever it needs justly. But on the other hand, as far as the body of the person is concerned, which is deficient, which is lacking, which is not necessarily deserving, here a person is begging and requesting of Hashem to provide for him, even for his body, just with righteousness. So it's two different aspects of the person. They don't really go together. It's a contradiction, but it's referring to two different aspects. Das ist aber nicht ausgehalten. However, this pshat is incorrect. Warum der Postig sagt doch, Mishpat und Stocke be Yaakov atto Asisa. That Hashem has done the Mishpat and Stocke for Yaakov and it uses the term Asisa, that both the Mishpat and the Stocke are together in the level of Asiyah. Das heißt, dass beide Midis Hofchi ist. Both of these opposite ways, these opposite ways of the Ebeshter behaving with Ayid, Zenin in Shaykhis, zu demselben Gerder Welt, it's both regarding the same place and the same world for Nasisa, Asiya Bapayal, in the world of Asiya Bapayal. And we combine in the same aspect of the person both Mishpat and Zadokin. So, how could you combine these two if they are, are a contradiction? Is the Azbara in them? So, the answer here is Oich dan vemahalt bei Madrege was barechtik zu monen hashpoas atoy von oibishten mitzadadin. Even an individual that's on a level, he's a great tzaddik, and therefore he could demand, he's justified to demand from the Eibishter to provide for him, according to, even if he'll be judged, he's deserving. With the Gemara Zakt, as the Gemara says, shimu Listen to me, the strong ones, the strong individuals, that are very distant from tzedakah. What does it mean that they're distant from tzedakah? The entire world is being fed only with Davish's righteousness. In other words, they're not deserving what Davish gives them anyways. And these great tzaddikim, the ones with strong hearts that serve Davish on a very high level, they get fed with their arm. In other words, they can take and demand by force, so to speak, because they're deserving. So that's... The person that's on a level where mishpat, in other words, he, the Ebeshter gives him with mishpat, the Ebeshter, he deserves it. 
from Desvegen, however, what the Pasuk here is saying is that nevertheless, Darfman does beten altstoke. You should only request this as, as something that the Ebesha is giving you out of his righteousness and that you don't deserve it. That everything that Ebesha gives is stoke. So including the individual that could demand it justly that he deserves it, nevertheless, stoke. You should only demand it as a tzedakah. So that's what it means over here when the Pasuk says, Mishpat Sisa, that even if you're on the level of Mishpat, nevertheless, you should demand it only as a tzedakah. What's Taka the Indian in this? What is the point that to only demand it as a tzedakah if you're on a level of a tzaddik that deserves it and you don't have to demand it as a tzedakah? So the Rebbe here explains this concept and the way we see this regarding Yaakov himself. This we can see and this explains why Yaakov was so afraid when he was coming to approach Esav. Although he already had a clear promise from the Ebishter, the says, I am there with you. So why is Yaakov afraid? Tell us why is he afraid? Maybe I've become dirty with Avedis and therefore the promise will not be fulfilled. But however, does the fact that he's afraid that he sinned itself is something that needs an additional explanation. Chazal tell us, that once a person, most of the days of a person's life have passed, and he hasn't sinned, he will not sin anymore. So if so, is das mechayiv as Yaakov v'chanishkahat v'schoishizayin shemenis lachlachti bechet? So if so, Yaakov over here had no reason to be concerned about the fact that I may I may have become dirty with sins. Because Yaakov Avinu, most of his lifetime has already passed. As the Rebbe brings in order 22, that already at the time when he was promised, he was 77 years old, according to what Rashi says. And that's already most of his lifetime. So Yaakov already from then has no reason to be concerned whatsoever. So why was Yaakov afraid when he came to approach Esau? However, so the point of here is, when a person and who he is and what he's doing and his connection to the Ebishter is something that's significant in his eyes. His entity as a person for himself is significant to you. So now this calculation that you see who you are, and you see what you're doing, and as we said, that most of the life of the person has already passed. So this brings a person to the conclusion, as says, that it's already most of his life has passed and he hasn't sinned. And therefore he's already guaranteed that he's not going to sin anymore. So that's if a person is thinking logically and assessing his being of who he is and what he's doing. And if he's from those very strong, mighty, hearted people, so then he could, he could demand, like with an arm, he can demand, he can demand of the Ebesher because he deserves it. However, if a person has a real genuine level of bittel, a self-nullification to the Ebesher, he's not thinking about himself, he's not thinking about what he's doing and what he's deserving and what level he reached. As that is, he's nothing for himself, he doesn't think about himself at all. Absolute bittel. When a person is so humble and nullified to Hashem, is nidme be'ein of shechota. So he'll imagine, he'll, it'll, it'll seem to him that he has sinned. What does this mean, chota? And it's choishish asizdo achet. He's concerned about the, of some kind of a sin, al that he's still lacking. Person that's very humble, person that's totally nullified to Hashem and is not thinking about what I have accomplished, is always has the attitude that there's something more I can do. I'm still lacking. I still have not done enough. A chasaran in Zayin there's something still lacking in his Aveda. On the far, up as the So therefore, his attitude will be that I can't demand, I'm not deserving, it's not me that I've accomplished. And his attitude will be, I could only ask for Hashem to be righteous to me, to, to have the tzedakah to give me, even though I don't deserve. This is the attitude of a person that's humble, a person that's bottled to the Ebishter and is not thinking by himself. And this is the Adarabah, someone that's a great tzaddik, and he could demand with justice, 
But nevertheless, because of his bittel, he only demanded out of tzedakah. So now based on this, as his abonnet move on, if so, the question here is, so since, as we see here by Yaakov Avinu, because of his tremendous level of bittel to Hashem. So this brings him to only ask in a way of tzedakah. He doesn't see himself as deserving in any way. So then why does the Pasuk here mention mishpat? Why does it say that there's both mishpat, that the justice that he's demanding for, and then tzedakah that there is by Yaakov? From this it seems, as it says, given by Yaakov in Mishpat, that there was by Yaakov, Mishpat, the fact that he was perfect and the fact that he was deserving, and also the union of Tzedakah. But according to what we're saying, the Mishpat doesn't add anything. The main point is to reach to the level of Bittl where the person sees himself as not deserving at all because of his tremendous Bittl, and therefore he just demands, or not demands, that is, he requests that the Ebesha should give him with righteousness. So why does the Pasuk over here also say Mishpat Utsudaka Biyakiv? Is that in So the explanation here is as follows. There's actually a deeper thing, there's a deeper level of bittal that comes when you have the Mishpat Utsudaka Biyakiv. Bishasman is Beemis. Oh, this is Nidmaloikain. And Amatsiv was beaten by Mabishtan Bloys al Tstaka. If a person is truly in a situation that he could only demand with Tstaka, he's not deserving at all. Or even a person that could demand, but in his imagination and what he understands with himself, he, he sees, he imagines that he cannot demand of Hashem. It's only a tzedakah. Is does beten tzedakah nit kenechacha av bittel? So then, when a person is asking and begging of Hashem to provide for him, because I'm not deserving, is not a real proof that this is a person that's humble and that's bottled today, Bishter. Because the fact that he's asking and begging that Ebesha should be righteous to him and give him with Tzedakah, why is he asking only with Tzedakah? Because he has no other choice. Because he has nothing, he's not deserving. Or at least in his imagination, he doesn't see himself as deserving. So therefore he only asks with, for, for Tzedakah. But not necessarily is this a proof that it's coming out of humility. He has no other choice. Or the same point, but a step deeper. Even if there is a level of bittel here that the person has, and therefore he's coming to Hashem, very humble, and begging from the Ebishter to give him, but nevertheless, this itself that he finds himself in this humble situation, so therefore he's asking out of that level that he is, with that level of humility that he has, which has its limitations as well. Right? He, this is the limited situation that he's in, that he's not deserving and he doesn't have more to ask. So yes, there is definitely a level of humility here. However, this humility also has its limitation. He's lacking. He, 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 doesn't, he can't do anymore. And therefore, this limitation of his bittal is part of the reason of why he's only asking for righteousness. It's not simply bittal, but there's a certain limitation involved in this bittal that he is in this situation being limited that he can't ask for more. So that is... When you have tzedakah, just tzedakah alone is a person that's limited in his bittal that he has no more. Midah keneged midah. So if so, corresponding to this bittal that the person has that's limited, kum So the ashpa that comes from above is also limited, limited according to the level of tzedakah. Where do we find the limitation of tzedakah? With the Gemara Zakt, as the Gemara tells us regarding the mitzvah of tzedakah, that is a certain limitation. As the Rechiyuf and tzedakah is, When you give tzedakah, you have to provide for the poor person what he's lacking, what he's accustomed to, and that's what he's lacking. You're not obligated to go and give him luxuries, extras to make him rich, things that he's not accustomed to. Which means, what he's given in Stake is according to the situation that he's in with his Metzius and what he's lacking and that's what he's being provided. In was er is eingeweint and the things that he's accustomed to. Was das kann euch sein, I be godl. This could be a lot, this could be an abundance. But nevertheless, it's still limited according to what the person is accustomed to. If the person is accustomed to having a horse to ride on and servants to run ahead of him, you have to provide that as well. 
So there's a lot that may be included in tzedakah, for whatever a person is accustomed to. But nevertheless, all measured and limited according to the mitzvahs of what the person is. However, to give him beyond what he needs more, to give him luxuries and extras, that's something that is not part of the mitzvah of tzedakah. So it's the same thing also, that comes to a person that's in a situation of tzedakah, where he's really needy, where he's bottle, he's really humble because he has no more. So over here, this bittel is a limited level of bittel, and therefore the tzedakah is also limited. Aber, however, when a person is in a situation that he is worthy, he is deserving to get mishpat, and the person could demand this justly, he deserves it. And nevertheless, he comes and approaches the Eibishter not with their tviyah von mishpat, not demanding it with this deserving that he deserves. Nor with them bakash al he comes and he begs it from the Eibishter that the Eibishter should give him as a tzedak because of the Eibishter's righteousness. Is das So this is a proof as that is a reis from chesbainis medidis vagbalas. So here, this is a level of bittul where the person has completely dropped and left any of his own personal assessment and calculations and ideas for about who he is and what he's holding at, as that is a race from Zaymetzias. The person is not thinking about himself at all. He's saying to the Eivishter, please give me because of your kindness. Nothing to do with my situation. Even though he is worthy, but we can see that he's ignoring that. He's leaving that. He's dropping that. And here he's completely depending on the Eibishter. This is a level of bittul that's completely out of the limitations of the person. If the person is coming and begging from the Eibishter with humility, but that humility itself is a result of the matzav, of the situation that he's in, because Itaka has nothing. So then over here, this is a humility where he never fully left himself. He never fully dropped himself. But this humility is a result of who he is. But over here, the humility of Tzedakah, when there is a mishpat, meaning that he really does deserve it, and yet he, he does not pay attention to what he deserves, he puts that aside and turns purely to the Eibishter, this is the pure bittel where the person completely drops his own mitzvahs. On them old, and then the result of this is, as the Ashpah is an anoifim from the Mailem and Didavak Bala, the Tzedakah comes from the Eibishter completely beyond any limitations. Which is not related to who the person is. And anything that he's lacking. It's not about you. The person is not turning to the Eibishter, having himself, his own condition in mind. He's turning to the Eibishter, that the Eibishter should provide for him because of the righteousness of the Eibishter. And therefore the Eibishter will give him with an abundance, even Ashiris. So those are the two levels of how a person can turn to the Eibishter. Even with Bittl, in Bittl Kufa, we have the two levels of Bittl here. So these two levels of bittel. Aleph, a matzah from betten al A situation where a person is really humble because he is lacking. He's, he's, he's lacking and therefore he comes to ask out of that place of humility that he has nothing and therefore he asks tzedakah. So this is a level of bittel but with a certain limitation. It's based on who he is. But then a situation where a person is, has a very strong heart, meaning that he could demand it with, with, with taken by force. He deserves it. But nevertheless, he completely puts aside who he is and what he could demand, and he just asks it as a tzedakah. So then, so over here you have a much higher level of tzedakah, the tzedakah of bleakvul. So those are the two levels at the Pasik that we see here in this Pasik of Mishpat Utztakeh Ve'yakiv. There is the, the level of Tztakeh alone, which is the lower level of Bittal, when the person is, is Taka lacking. And then you have the level of Tztakeh that comes along with Mishpat. So these two levels, Zanin Masim, Tzudi Tzveyin Yonim, Aleph, Lushroscha, Kivisi Avaye, Beis, Baruch, Kvayt, Avayim, Emkaimai. This is connected to the two psukim that are hinted in the Roshetavis of Ki Bemakli, the Pasuk of Lushuascha Kivisi Avaye and the Pasuk Baruch Kavod Avayim Imkaymai. As the Tzamach Tzedek says, that it's related to the two inyanim of Mishpat Utztake Biyakiv. The Rebbe explains, Lushuascha Kivisi Avaye, when we say that a person hopes to the help, to the salvation of the Eibishter. Pirushe, what this means is, as a Kenzach Blois Falazan of the Yeshua from the Eibishter that he is in a situation that he could only rely on Hashem. 
He has, he does not, he's not deserving. He himself is not worthy of demanding. So he's hoping that the Abish will come, come and help him. The Abish will be righteous and help him. So this is the first level of Bittal, where a person is humble and is mavatl himself to the Eibishter, but he's not fully dropping who he is. He's not fully letting go of that. Adarabe, his humility itself, is a result of his mitzvahs. Because this is his situation, that's how he turns to Hashem. And this you see in the Tostik, a person that's just hoping to the Yeshua, to the salvation of the Eibishter, because he has nothing on his own. On the other hand, when we say gebenched is the Ebeshter, the glory of the Ebeshter in his place. What this refers to is drawing down the glory of the Ebeshter that comes from the Ebeshter's place, which is the true place of where the Ebeshter is, meaning that the person completely lets go of himself and he's turning to the Ebeshter, that it should come from your place. Not from any place where I, in my situation, am deserving. The word Baruch also means to draw down. To bring it down to the person here below. To draw down the infinite bracha from the Eibishter here below. How could you bring down this level of bligvul, which is related to the concept of Ashiris that we spoke about before, when you have an abundance of a revelation. This comes by a person that is strong-hearted and could demand Alpidin, but he drops his whole Metzius. He doesn't think about himself at all. And he still demands it only out of Tzedakke. So over here, when you have the full absolute Bittal, this draws down the true bleak vol of the Ebeshter as a result of this level of Bittal. So those are the two Inyanim that are hinted in Kibimakli, these two levels. So based on all this, is move on. So we understand why the Alter Rebbe, when he quotes over here, he writes, Yaakov was extremely humble in his eyes. The abundance of kindness of the Ebishter, and he quotes from the Pasuk, just these two words, does not quote the continuation of the Pasuk. Durch dem, was bei Yaakov in seiner Gewand, die beide Hofchi ist die Gebechines. Bei Yaakov, so he included in his Aveda both these two seemingly opposite behaviors, von Mishpat und Zdake. Both the Mishpat and Zdake. Welche seine Merum ist in Kibemakli Kanal, which is hinted in Kibemakli, which hints to Klishuas Chakevisi Avaya and to Baruch Kavayd Hashem im Kaimai, which connects the two, Mishpat and Zdake. Hat er der Land in der Madrege, wo Allah speist, denn er bepchennes Chassadim und Ribo ja Chassadim. So because Yaakov Avinu on one hand is on a level of Mishpat, that he could demand it, he is deserving, and yet he only demands it as a Tzedakah. So this is the absolute Bittl. This is not only the Bittl of the Shuascha Kevisi Avaya, this is the Bittl that comes with Tzedakah that comes after the Mishpat, when you have both together, that reaches to Baruch Kavayda Avayim and Mekayimai. And this is that what brings the Bligvul, the Ribuya Chasadim, the tremendous Hashpah from the Eibishter. The Hashpah and Anoifim from Baruch Kavayda Avayim and Mekayimai, Ribuya Chasadim, Ebchenes Bligvul, the abundance of kindness that comes unlimited. O mitzad dem, was the Agdole, on Ribuya Chasadim, zene by im given al tzaytzav and kibemakli. So because by Yaakov, his, the, the tremendous kindness that the Ebesheh did with him was a result of what's hinted in these words, ki b'makli, which refers to not only l'shuascha kevisi avaye, but also baruch kavayda shamim kaimai, drawing down from a much higher level. So this closeness of the Ebesheh, this tremendous hashpah of the Ebesheh, by him gebracht dem katointi betachles hashleimus, it brought him to the level of humility. And, and the highest, utmost level, cotton and a very extremely, extremely small and humble in his eyes through this tremendous hashpah from the Eibishter. So what this means is, even before Yaakov Avinu got this hashpah, Yaakov Avinu was already on a very high level of Bittal. Not only on the level of Bittal that you have when you're lacking and you're approaching the Eibishter with Tzedakah, so over there that level of Bittal is based on your Metzius, because you are lacking, but then there's a higher level of Bittal that Yaakov was on, that he had Mishpat. He could have demanded it, but nevertheless he put aside his own 
deserving, and he turns to the Eibishter, give me mitzad, your tzedakah, I'm, I'm requesting and begging, that's an even higher level of bittal. And then as a result, he gets a hashpah of bligvol of rivayach sadim. And now, after this hashpah of rivayach sadim, this elevates Yaakov even to a higher level of bittal than he was on before, and that's the cotton b'me'oid me'oid, that Yaakov was extremely humble, and even greater level of bittal through this revelation of bligvol and this is what the Alter-Rebbe says, And therefore, Yaakov was thinking that he's not at all worthy, he's not at all, at all fitting, that the Ebesha should save him. That in his eyes, he thought to himself that the Avedis that he did would, would cause that he should not be saved. What does this mean? Because Yaakov was on a level of absolute bittel. So he reached to such a level So he reaches to such a level that anything that a person will do has no value whatsoever. There's, not, there's no, no value to anything of the Aveda of Nevraim in the world. That's really over here the point when it says that Nidmeloi. When the far is Nidme of Shechata, when Chazal tell us that he imagined in his eyes that maybe he sinned, what this means is, What it means is that he came to a place where, in essence, Legabe this level, no matter what he's going to do, is lacking, is insignificant completely. And therefore his Aveda had absolutely no Tfisa Smokin whatsoever. In other words, when we learn the simple pshat of Nidmeh Be'en of Shechata, so this is, in other words, Yaakov Avinu was thinking, and he was assessing, and he made a cheshbin, and he was imagining, maybe I sinned, I'm not sure, he was, not, was once unsure about this. That's a simple pshat. But the Rebbe is saying a much deeper pshat. Nidmeh Be'en of Shechata means he got elevated. He got elevated to a level where over there, in this level, when you're so close to the Eibishter, the mitzis of Anivra, the entity of who you are, is Be'emes not Tefis Makim. It's truly insignificant whatsoever. So over here, in his eyes, being on this level, chata, he's in a level where he's completely lacking, where he has nothing, he's totally insignificant. That's the nidba ben of shachata that happens through the tremendous chasadim of the Eibishter. This brings us back to understand now the connection of the two pirushim that there are in Kibemakli. Makli. The simple pshat that that it refers to the fact that Yaakov Avinu was so poor that all he had with him is a stick. Um medrish, and then what the medrish says, nosa makli biyarden vinifka yarden, that this makal itself was used to split the yarden, <coughs> the greatest chesed that he was worthy of. So how did he have these two pshatim in one word? Both of these Pirushim in the same Pasik express the two opposite that you find by Yaakov Avinu himself. On one hand, he had nothing on his own. Yaakov Avinu feels that he's com- completely lacking, he's not deserving, he's not a mitzvah for himself whatsoever. He's approaching and asking of Hashem, the Abish's righteousness. Only Iddach, but on the other hand, Yaakov truly was on such a high level, to be worthy, that the Abish splits the Yartan for him. That really he is worthy. He is on a very high level that the Abish provides for him, even the greatest miracles. When you have the combination of the two, the mishpat and the tzedakah together, this cause that Yaakov came to the ultimate level of, of humility, the highest level of bittel. As we said before, that what's the true concept of bittel? That the person does have a mitzvah and there is a mishpat that he could demand for, and yet, he ignores it, he drops it, he turns completely to the Ebishter. So this is a bitl where you totally put yourself aside. 
Das is given, the This is all, this level of bittel was ultimately the introduction and the preparation as on the Kuyim and that the Eivisha did fulfill what he davened and asked for, that he should be saved from Esau, and Vata Marta Goyimen, Vesamti Ezaracha Kachelayom, Asher Leyusafamirai, that Eivisha will give him children and descendants that will be as much as the sand that cannot be counted. This is the level of Zdoke, or really Ashiris, at when you have such a high level of bittel. So through this you get the ashpa that's bleak vol out of any boundaries whatsoever. This is the ashiras or the loyisafimiraiv that ultimately Yaakov was zaychetu. So this is the hesber over here of the connection of the two pirushim. It's the kibbe makli on one hand Yaakov feels like he's extremely poor and he has nothing on his own, but yet that's not a bittel that comes that he's approaching the Abisha because he's really in that situation that he has nothing, and therefore that kind of a bittel is ultimately based on who you are. Rather, Yaakov himself really is kibimakli like the other pshat, that he is worthy of the greatest chesed. And yet he doesn't pay attention to that, because he has the full real bittel that he's totally dependent only on the Abish and not thinking about himself whatsoever. A lesson that we can take from this, applying it to the Aveda of every individual. We know that all Yidin inherit an Aveda that's similar to what there was by the Yavis. And therefore there's only these three of Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov that we refer to in Davening as the Yavis. So we understand here as well. Not only could every Yid come and ask of the Ebesha to give him kindness, because of its tzedakah, because of the Eivish's righteousness. No, that is eich vert zu bakumenes beteiris mishpat. A yid really could also come and demand the Eivish to give him justly. He's deserving for the Eivish to give him. <coughs> Sorry. Varom vibald kol Yisrael b'nei melochemim. Since all yidin are princes. Is the fat v'kvektushis marvecham yadmor hatamal gezakt. So as the Friedrich Rebbe once said, even if a Yid has to even slightly work and do something that's even just a little bit of work for him, is like completely out of his norm. Avedis Perech is when a person serves and does something and works hard, difficult labor out of the norm. Because that's not something that's deserving for a Yid, which are B'nai Malachim. So the fact that a Yid has to work, even the slightest work, he can demand from the Ebesher the greatest treasures in the world. That the Ebesher should provide for him in children, in health, and in parnasa, in food, and he should have it in abundance. So this is what a Yid could demand from the Ebesher justly. When the Alter Rebbe says in Teirah Eir, as the Alter Rebbe says in Teirah Eir, based on the Gemara, as Madach Nevuchad Netzar, if we find by Nevuchad Netzar, was it gegangen Gimel Psiyus lekavod amakim? So the Gemara says he took three steps in the Eibushter's honor. Hatam nim gegeben the far Malchus v'chulo if Gimel Deiris. Because of this, the Eibushter gave him Malchus that the kingdom continued in, for his children three generations. How much more so this is true by every Yid. You don't have one Yid that has not given the Ebeshter this honor of walking three steps for the Ebeshter's sake. So all the goodness that exists in the world is, is worthy for a Yid and he deserves it. So the, the fact that we do see as a Yid, that a Yid experiences pain in this world the reason is, this comes to break the haughtiness, the gaiva that there is in a person's heart and in order for him to have the proper bittle to the Ebishter, so those Yisurim, whatever a person is, the difficulties a person is experiencing is ultimately for his good in order to break the, the klippe and the gasasaruach that exists in him. That's the only thing that's preventing this goodness that a Yid justly deserves of coming to him. But if a Yid is serving the Ebishter in this manner of Mishpat and Stok, which means that although, as we said, every Yid is worthy, justly, deserving for the Ebishter to give him, but nevertheless he comes and he approaches the Ebishter with a bittel. He comes and asks just as a tzedakah. 
was weiß, dass der Tnur von Bittel beschifflos kann, which means that the person is coming with a real level of Bittel, and a very high level of Bittel, as the Rebbe explained before. Then you get the ultimate and full, unlimited bracha from the Yevish's place. You bring the success in the person higher than any limitation whatsoever in all in all matters that a person needs with abundance. All things that disturb a person will be annulled as a that a person can sit and serve the Abishter peacefully in tranquility here in this world. So the only thing that's preventing that Ashpa to come to the person is the, the Gasa Saruach that doesn't allow the Ashpa to reach him. But when a person has the Bittal, so then not only are you removing that Gasa Saruach that is the cause for the Yusurim or any difficulties a person is experiencing, but the Bittal itself also becomes the greatest Kali for this Gili of Bleak Vol to the person to have everything that he needs. This is also the connection of these subjects here to the redemption, the liberation of the Alter Rebbe. So we know the Alter Rebbe had self-sacrifice for spreading the secrets, the Pnimius of Teireh. The Alter Rebbe tore himself away of his own things that he could have done for himself to serve the Ebesher on his own level as a Tzaddik. In order to give a gave away from his own time for spreading chsidis, to spread it to all far and wide to the lowest places. So the Alter Rebbe, in his Aveda, it was all self sacrifice. So the Alter Rebbe certainly was able to demand his release that he deserves it rightfully, justly. Nevertheless, the Alter Rebbe requested and davened for this as a righteousness, that the Ebesha should give it him as a tzedakah. As you see in the letters of the Alter Rebbe that he wrote, It's purely the kindness of the Ebesha that the Ebesha did this tremendous kindness for him here in this world. So we see by the Alter Rebbe this same level of bittel here, similar to what we find by Yaakov Avinu, that on one hand he's deserving on the highest level, with the highest level of Mesiris Nefesh, and yet the Alter Rebbe is asking and saying that this is all a chesed from the Ebeshter. And therefore, through this Aveda of the Alter Rebbe, Hotas Gebracht, as the Yulah Zalzayin and Anayifun from Pada B'Shalem Nafshi, this brought a liberation that happened in a manner of Pada B'Shalem. That the Padia is, is a full liberation in a peaceful way. As his battle given the Isnagdas of Teres Achsidis. That, that it, it, first of all, it completely annulled the opposition on Teres Achsidis, ultimately. And not only that, that they came around to become supporters of the Alter Rebbe and in a peaceful manner. The Pasuk is Messiah, as the Pasuk continues and concludes, that many were along supporting me in this.